Welcome to Don't Quote Me On That. One day we will have an intro, but today is not that day. Hello, hello, hello. This is Kalina. And Eleanor. And welcome back to Don't Quote Me On That, where we talk. Yes. And we thought it would be fitting to uh, come back from our our little hiatus with a One Direction episode because they are absolutely coming back from their hiatus, especially after what we're talking about today. Oh, yeah. Actually, this was the best publicity stunt anyone could have pulled. Oh, absolutely. So, today Kalina has given me the reins, um, and I will be giving her the lowdown on... uh, the Liam Payne stuff that happened. Um, it happened about a week ago. A week ago. Um, we were just waiting to see if maybe there were more statements about it. Um, but really, what there was is just a lot of good TikToks. Mm-hmm. When it happened, Which, honestly, I opened TikTok, and that was the first thing I had seen on my phone for the day. It was just a TikTok <laughs> of someone reading tweets about it. And that was all the information I needed. I really didn't look into it beyond that. No, well, that's because you have me. Yeah, I was, uh, yep, I was like, oh, you know who's going to be perfect to give me the information? (laughs) Trusted Eleanor. Mm Mm-hmm. So, before we start, Mm -hmm. um, a little background. I um, wrote my thesis on One Direction. So I'm a little bit involved. Um, Kalina. Tell them about the tattoos. Oh, yes. I also have quite a few One Direction tattoos. I don't regret them yet, but honestly, I do regret that one of them is modeled after one of Liam's. But we will digress. Um, For those uninitiated, Kalina. One Direction was uh, a boy band put together on the UK X Factor in 2010. Uh, It was five boys who tried out as solo artists. They got put together as a band, came in third, got a record deal anyway. Uh, Pretty much we're on a cycle of album touring, album touring with very little breaks for five years. In 2015, one of the members left the band That was kind of the first big controversy. And then a year later, the four-piece went on an 18-month hiatus that uh, continues to this day. And every member now has at least one album out solo. We must forgive Um, them. They, you know, I think they started fame early, so math is not their strong suit. I would have to agree. I don't think any of them actually finished school. Yeah. Or maybe they meant like 18 year, but then they put month and like it was too late to go back and and fix it. So they're just running with it. I think what happened is um, they like had a vague discussion about how long it would last. And then they were put on the spot in an interview and one of them was like 18 months. And the rest of them were like, well, we can't say no after that. But yeah. they did not mean it. They're like, that's not the number we agreed on, but okay. Um, yes, so some people still have hope. I think that in maybe 20 years or something, we'll get a little reunion show. I'm not sure we'll get new music, but I think at some point, enough of the members will have run out of money that they will need to do some sort of reunion thing. Listen, I think there's like, a very specific time frame in which reunion things can work. Don't ask me like for specific times, but I think either like like 18 months is a good is a good little area like, you know, maybe a year or two after you break up, but then after that that middle period is you got to wait a while before mm-hmm. I think it makes like I right now I don't think it would make sense, you know? Like no. a 5, 10 year, but like maybe 10 once you hit 10 around then would be a good time to bring it back. Yeah, and it does kind of depend on the band specifically. Like, I know, I think Fallout Boy, their kind of big hiatus started, I believe, around the same time they all became fathers. So, like, that 
had an impact. So it does kind of depend on the band specifically. Or like uh, My Chemical Romance, where one of the reasons they got back into it was because they were all on lockdown, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I, um, this also, Kalina gets to bring up her favorite band, the Eagles. Always. Um, and my, my favorite Eagles album is the Hell Freezes Over album, which is like a live performance they did. And it was like a reunion. And before one of the songs, Glenn Fry goes, for the record, we never broke up. We just took a 14-year vacation. So that's what <laughs> that's what they're that's what one direction is just pulling up the Eagles. Exactly. And like, you know what? The Eagles did have a lot of problems and like some infighting. So like they're just I can't believe I'm saying this, but One Direction will be the next Eagles. I hope so. That's my plan. I hope not. I can't believe I just said that. Nope, you said it and now I have to get no, that. I can't on take shirt. it back. No, you cannot. It's on the internet forever. <laughs> no, you know those shirts that are like, oh, you have, you know, you have like a Twilight shirt, but it's photos of One Direction. I'm going to get one that's like, um, I guess I should do photos of the Eagles, but it'll say One Direction. And then you have one that's photos <laughs> of One Direction, but it says the Eagles on it. Honestly, on it. I'm 100% down for that. I have a job now, um, and I believe I, I have what the kids call disposable income. I just got a big girl job. I do. That is. I think you get a big girl job before I did. You have. I mean, I have a. a, I have a. I have a a, like an adult job, but like I wouldn't call it like it's not like a traditional big girl job. It's not, but I think we both kind of our first jobs out of college were things that we really wanted to do. So I think on that level, we're equal. No, yeah, we do have adult jobs. It's not like like me working. At the, the got, tourist place, on weekend, I got you know, an like, office job. Yeah, so essentially, but and I got a weird office, but I got an office job too. I'm, you know, I'm yeah. there every day. You are there <laughs> every day. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> so uh, a few things to preface this: Zayn Malik uh, is the only non-white member of One Direction. And unfortunately, this does come into play. Um, he I just can't I don't leave us get... alone. I believe I'm here to be the voice he of, the, is half of the people. Pakistani, but I might be wrong, so let me just check on. I don't that. think I've ever heard you say that word before. What? Pakistan? Yeah. Did I say it right? Well, yeah, I don't. Yeah, like I know. That's just not how I would say it. <laughs> oh, um, what do you say? I, I say it, Pakistan. Okay, all right. I've. That's fair. I'm also um, the only white member of this podcast. So sometimes yeah, I was I'm gonna, gonna say, say things wrong, but I try my best. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to make fun. No, it was just it was interesting. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you say that word. Um, I I live in a place right now where English is not the the primary language, and so sometimes I'll be talking to someone. And they'll ask me, like, how to pronounce something that they've just said. And let me tell you, I am not good with pronunciation. First of all, I, pr- I think I pronounce things weird. I've been told that I, like, speak very properly. And then also my parents, um, my parents speak well. Well, my mom speaks really well. And my dad does know how to say words in English, right? But so I think my... Well, yeah, your parents both didn't... Well, your dad grew up speaking, you know... Jamaican English and your mom <laughs> yeah but so you like, didn't come from a 100% English speaking household you yes there were and like little, definitely not like American English yeah so like it's a mix yeah. of American English and British English but this yesterday someone said to me she's like is it pass or pa- I don't I don't she said the a differently in the word and like like if you're passing a ball right mm-hmm. and I she asked me which was the correct pronunciation, and then my brain short circuited for like thirty seconds. <laughs> I was like, and like I'm in my head, I'm like pass, 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 pass. I was, uh, and then so I just always thought it was. I was like, either works, either whatever one you say. I know what word you mean. That's it's a little bit, so not the same at all with me. But my mom grew up not in the United States, so she also, uh, she uses like the English word like. Mm-hmm. England English word for things mm-hmm. and I remember when I was a little kid I like obviously I didn't know the difference because my my whole family doesn't because that's kind of where they live for a while 
mm-hmm. people, kids are not nice about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think that's why people, no one was mean to me about it, but I think that's why people said I probably spoke very properly. Because even though my dad's English isn't like standard English, um, Jamaica was obviously ruled by the British. So mm-hmm. like they, a lot of things are, are British English versus American English. So like, or like how we write the dates, like all stuff like that. Oh my god, I remember we had to write the date on papers in school, and I usually did um, day, month, mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Someone had to grade, we like swapped papers and graded them in seventh grade, and one guy tried to get me like knocked points off because that's how I wrote the date. My life hack was I would write out the the like i would like like write out the month so i would write out june 2nd comma whatever year it was like i would write out the month in words just to be safe well that's i would do yeah i would do like three june 20 whatever and he just i don't know what was wrong he did not and the teacher had to at some point the teacher had to come over and be like dude first of all you don't even get graded for the date like, if you put the numbers, like, I don't agree with his argument, but I can see. But, like, if you wrote out June, like, that's that's just him yeah. being difficult. <laughs> anyway, speaking of British people. Yes. Okay. So. One Direction's British. Also, do you know how, I think you and I both experience this. Like, when your grandpa says something that <laughs> yes. it's a little insensitive. Yes. And part of you is, like, he needs to learn. But the other part of you is, like he's a hundred years old i've said it before you can only say it so many times before you have to just learn how to ignore it yeah you just kind of have the same conversation three times before you you gotta let it go yeah unfortunately that's how liam payne has been the entirety of everything but he's not a hundred years old but he is not a hundred years old but there are just the a lot of his there were, I don't want to say controversy, but there were some instances in the band where he would mm-hmm. tweet something or say something in an interview and like, you kind of knew where he was coming from and why he said it the way that he said it. But it just, like, there was one point where he tweeted about how much he loved the Duck Dynasty family. And then mm-hmm. everyone was like, hey, that that family is like blatantly homophobic and like proud about it. And then he tweeted out and he was like, guys, I didn't mean that I like being homophobic. I just like that they're a strong family. So like questionable little takes like that. Mm-hmm. Or like he's not really seeing the, he's like not really thinking of the full picture. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, here's this isolated thing. And someone's like, okay, but what about the rest of it? And he's like, you know what, that's, you know. It's okay. I think with that. Yeah. So that's kind of how Liam has, has always been since he got famous. Another important little tidbit to remember for later. Liam Payne, uh, when he got into One Direction, that was actually with his second X Factor audition. Um, one or two years previously, he had auditioned and I believe gone up to the judges' houses, which is, um, so you have the regular auditions, like the mm-hmm. televised ones, you have the judges' houses, and then the people who win the judges' houses get on the actual live shows. Mm-hmm. So he got, like, just before he was on the, the, the actual show for mm-hmm. the season. And then he was told to, you know, regroup, come back. That's also Which important. worked out well that, for him. That'll be a, a special mouse tool for later. <laughs> so. In, I want to say 2019, but my, yeah, so 2019, uh, the band has broken up for a while at this point. Um, Liam Payne starts a new relationship with um, a model. Her name is Maya Henry. Now, we're going to do some some quick math here. Okay. Uh, I unfortunately did finish school, so I don't have an excuse if my math is bad. 
born in 1993, currently right now. Okay. That makes him Six years 28. Old. 28, yes. Yes. Quick math. Maya Henry, born in 1999. That makes her currently right, the very, very end, December 1999. Oh, that's worse than me. I'm October yes. 99. <laughs> oh, fun. So, so she's 20. Hey, we could be buddies. We could be, we could be three. Three years part... ago in 2019. No. They were 25. No. And nine, 1819. There are reports that they knew each other uh, biblically, romantically. <laughs> Before uh, Maya turned nine, or before Maya turned eighteen, that is just speculatory from everything I can um, gather, but not great. Great, yeah. um, eighteen and twenty-five. It's one of those ones that I know there's a lot of discussion about. Personally, I, I think wouldn't it's date kind a nineteen-year-old. Yeah, I. Mm-mm. Like, I, like, yeah, like also, nine times out of ten, I would not date a 19-year-old now. I think this might be just a little bit pertinent. Um, Liam Payne, at this point in 2019, has a two-year-old with an ex-girlfriend. So he is a father. Oh. He has a very well-established career. Uh, Maya I, is a model. wrong. Sorry. No, you go. Sorry. So she she's not, you know uber famous like a hadid at this point but mm-hmm. she does it's not like he picked her up from the parking lot of her high school mm-hmm. i was gonna say there's nothing wrong with like dating single parent like not like he's not necessarily quote-unquote single parent but like dating people with kids mm-hmm. but i think one the age gap's already whack but like to bring a 19 year old in like and like obviously this is not your intention when you date someone new but like at the end of the day the 19 year old is going to be a quote unquote parental or authority figure in the life of yeah. your child to bring a nineteen year old nineteen year old in over my two year old kid, like that, that, why it, don't do that to nineteen It's a delicate situation and I think all three so mom in this case mom, dad and dad's new partner they mm-hmm. all three kind of have to be on the same page of how they're yeah. introducing it with the child. Liam Payne has kind of had a history of uh, not thinking things through all the way. So mm-hmm. there's also um, uh, the they're very, very private about the child, which mm-hmm. they're right. A hundred percent probably yep. good. So there is no proof if Maya ever even met the kid. Honestly, that's not really our business. But it no. does add a little bit. It, it adds a layer it's to just how the relationship might be the, complicated. Yeah, it's just that on top of the age gap thing is it 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 com- it compounds everything. It it requires a delicacy that we have not really seen in Liam Payne. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, when Maya was like fifteen, sixteen, well, maybe younger than that, she did get meet and greet tickets to One Direction so there is a photo of them together when Maya was like a little teenager um I don't think that actually has anything to do with the relationship I don't think Liam Payne would probably even remember because they were again the world's biggest boy band at the time and probably had hundreds of those yeah but Another thing that's just from an outside perspective if you didn't think about it too hard would be kind of yeah, and like like I said with the but, with the kid thing, like just that on top of everything else is probably mm-hmm. like. Mm. Um, so they got together in twenty nineteen, in August twenty twenty, they announced that they were engaged. July twenty twenty one, so a little under a year later, they broke up. Later twenty twenty one. They got back together and were engaged again. Oh my god. A few weeks ago, in, I believe, beginning, middle-ish of May, 
There was a fan account who posted a picture of Liam Payne hugging a woman. There were no faces, but we could see Liam's tattoos and his watch. So you, you knew it was him. And this fan account in the, the, the thing said, Maya and Liam are so cute together. And a bunch of the fans were tagging Maya and, you know, fan mm-hmm. stuff, right? Mm-hmm. They were tagging her saying, oh, my God, you guys look so cute, yada, yada. Um, Miss Maya Henry commented on that post and said, hey, guys, I'm really, you know, I appreciate your support, but that's not me. Oh. Girl boss. So this is the, um, the beginning of the end. Oh, I couldn't pick the beginning of the end. Long time now. Oh, it's absolutely. Liam Payne auditioned for X-Factor <laughs> second time, and they let him through. Oh, don't worry. That comes back. That, I, <laughs> see, I told you the mystery. Um, so then the, we, through, I guess, internet magic, we find the girl. And Liam Payne is photographed holding hands with her. She's posting pictures with, of her with Liam Payne on her Instagram story. Uh, it's a mess, is what it is. Yeah. And Dumpster fire. Then it comes out that they have officially broken up, shockingly. Um, some people say that they were broken up prior to the 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 fan account thing mm-hmm. happening and people are like Maya just said that because you know she wanted publicity and look go on her Instagram she posted a paid ad the same exact day honestly i think that's a little misogynistic i i can understand if you're hurting doing something like that and also with paid ads with Instagram, like with companies, you have to post them a certain day because that's you mm-hmm. have a contract. Mm-hmm. There's not a little clause that says if you find out your boyfriend is cheating on you, you can take the day off. Okay, that's, that's just like kind of her, how online marketing works. Her just commenting really isn't that deep. Like if if she had gone and like posted it herself or like posted the photo on her story and was like, this is not me. Like that would be mm-hmm. taking it to another level. But just to comment on the post of itself and be like and like. Be like, oh, all of you people, I'm probably, like, her her mentions, you know, and her notifications are probably flooded with people mm-hmm. tagging her in this just to be like, hey, could you s- stop tagging me in this? And, like, yeah, obviously that like, wouldn't stand on its own, so she's got to give a reason. Yeah, she was so nice about it. She was like, you know, I appreciate the support. Because, really, it's, it, you know, they're, they are truly trying the place. fans. Yeah. yeah, but she, I believe the exact phrasing was... I appreciate the support, but I really don't like seeing my fiance wrapped around another woman. Yeah, like, which is like, fair. Mm, there's not. It's not like she could have said it much nicer than that. Other than, yeah. besides a, just a "that's not me." There wasn't. Mm-hmm. It's not really like she. I don't think she took it too far or anything. For them, no, she was pushing the blame on her. Honestly, if that was me. I would not have reacted as nicely. (laughs) I would have been posting all over my Instagram story. And I would have tried to be getting last minute brand deals. So it'd be, you know, F this guy by flat tummy (laughs) tea. Be making bank. Oh, yeah. Um, I believe that has since died down. Um, But that was kind of the first thing. And then I have questions. I know you don't have the answer. Yes. To these questions. Um, One, how did the fan account get this photo, right? Especially if it wasn't Maya and Liam, but Liam and his new girl that even though everyone thought Liam Mm -hmm. was with Maya. And then two, well, we don't know for sure if they were still together when he took the photo with the other lady. But like if he was, right, if he was still with Maya and then cheating on her. Why would you, and not, I'm not trying to put the blame on the lady. This is just a question that popped in my head. If I was with someone who I knew was with someone else, I wouldn't be taking, be taking cozy up photos. With, I would, I'd be keeping that on the DL. You see what I'm saying? If I was cheating on someone, I'd be keeping that on the DL. I wouldn't be taking photos. Exactly. Especially when the internet, first of all, I have 
probably one of the largest fan bases in the universe. And people on the internet are scary good at finding things. Scary good. We will not be taking photos. Uh, yeah, I don't know how she found... I don't know how uh, the, the, the fan account found it. Um... Because I think I've seen the oh photo. Oh my goodness, like I'm a... so sorry. <laughs> I just found out that the, the girl in the photo was actually in one of Liam Payne's videos from a couple years ago. That's oh, not no. great. No. Because I was going to say, like, you know how sometimes people are like, oh, um, they're cheating. And it's like a paparazzi photo or some fan <laughs> saw them out. And like, you know, it could be misconstrued one way or the other. But I, I've mm-hmm. seen the photo. It looked like like a selfie sort of photo. So that's why I'm like, yeah. how did you, you, you get this? I am not sure. Again, the the girl herself, the, I guess, other woman, mm-hmm. um, was posting photos of them together. So maybe it was one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was after if that photo. It came from, it, it was. So oh. I, I'm really <laughs> not sure. But she was in one of his but music videos, so maybe it's She fun. was, which is a little... Listen, he just, he has a type, it's called, we interacted once five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. And you're hot Actually, <laughs> it's funny that you say that. The mother of Liam's child mm-hmm. was one of the judges when he auditioned for X Factor. Yes, I do know that fact, and I hate that fact. Um... Again, nothing. Listen, it's I'm not, not here great. to knock age gap couples, and like, my my parents have an age gap. It they have been married for like they they did everything I think you're not supposed to do. They got married very quickly. They've got like thirteen, fourteen years between the two of them, mm-hmm. and they're still yeah. But my parents are thirteen later. years apart. Yeah, and like they've been married for twenty three years. I know people who like you know have been together forever and get divorced in two mornings. So like, I'm not here to knock knock it but like one i don't know that's it's just bad it it's 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 bad it it's always also how young little... was he when he was on x factor um i believe he was 18 the was the bad? second time when when she was the judge it's just for me it's always going to be weird when the honestly girl or guy when some person is just very very close to being a teenager anywhere from mm-hmm. like 18 to even 21 and obviously younger but that's mm-hmm. illegal like mm-hmm. 18 to 21 with an age gap of five years or more i think that needs a little scrutiny and needs to be handled very maturely and delicately if you both feel that is you know it's just you have to yeah. be very careful about like it like if one of you is like 40 and the other person's 54 that's different but like and one, because you're still, like, you, you've, you're so close to being a child, like Eleanor said, like, being a teenager, it's bad. But then, two, the amount of growing as a person you do between, mm-hmm. like, 18, 19, 20, 20, like, there's a, there's a big difference between, I think, an 18 and a 19-year-old, let alone an 18-year-old and a, I don't know, 32-year-old, exactly. you know? Versus 32 and, I don't know, 40, like, you, you, don't, you don't grow as quickly, and as no. drastically. And that's another thing. I think uh, this this is true for both of our parents who, again, the same age gap. They both met mm-hmm. at work. So they're both yeah. at the point where they have independent jobs. So, like, it's it's a lot different than... They're established. They're people. They, like, have rounded lives. They're not, like, going home to their mommies at the end of the day, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's the first thing. How are we only on the first thing? I feel like this episode should be over already. We haven't even gotten into the recent, like, the, the big no big thing. Exactly one week after the Oh, my man said, go there, go thing. home. Um, Liam Payne's episode of the Impulsive Podcast with Logan Paul dropped. He said some things that were... He said so many things. Interesting. I think the first thing that needs to be talked about 
is he, so a little context, a couple of years, Zayn Malik, Gigi Hadid dated for a very long time. Mm-hmm. A couple years ago, Logan, Paul, Jake Paul, sorry, who is Logan Paul's brother, tweeted mm-hmm. something about how, like, he and Zayn were in the same hotel for some event and Zayn didn't say hi or he was rude for, for something, something along those lines. And Gigi Hadid tweeted at Jake Paul and basically said, shut up. And then said something like, get yourself a respectful king. So there is some back, there is some background within the Paul family and the One Direction sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, this was brought up in the interview. And Liam, the first thing Liam Payne said was that Gigi's uh, get yourself a respectful man tweet did not age well. This goes back to the, the you know, the grandpa saying things. I believe yeah. what he meant was just because they had broken up since mm-hmm. since then. But then he kept running his mouth and I'm not sure I agree <laughs> with that anymore. He talked about because obviously Zayn was brought up because as I said, Zayn left the band. And Liam Payne said, basically said that Zayn, he was talking about how he, you know, can kind of understand some of Zayn's actions. He did not really specify what he meant. Um, and he said that Zayn did not have a lot of support growing up. And that, you know, when you don't have a a supportive family, you know, sometimes you're bound to make bad decisions, Mm -hmm. essentially. Um, I think that that was a little bit racist. And let me, let me get into that. Again, Zane is the only... Airing out the man's dirty lot. Like, even if it wasn't... There wasn't the mm-hmm. race issue. You don't need to be like, That's not, oh yeah, he came from yeah. a broken home, so we gotta forgive him. Like, don't... You, know, you can say it, but don't say it like that. Here's the thing. I believe Zayn Malik's parents are still together. And... Oh, and he was wrong? Um, he said that with his whole chest and he was wrong about it? And... Um, one thing that... Zane is kind of known for is in the One Direction documentary. One of the first things Zane did with his boy band money was buy his parents a house. And he's got his dad's name tattooed down his neck. And if you read his book, which I have, obviously... <laughs> He talks a lot about how he, you know, deeply respects his dad and um, just there seems to be from what. There's a clear discrepancy between what your man, what Mr. Payne yeah. was waffling on about and the reality, which of anyone, if anyone should know the reality better than us listening to. The Logan Paul podcast, for whatever reason, we're listening to it. It would be the man who was in mm-hmm. a band with the person. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, don't, believe... I don't necessarily agree when you cry, like, people cry. You know, it's racist that he said that, but, like, for him to be so flat out wrong on, on, on top of saying that, then, yeah, there's definitely some, some, something else. Yeah. And it's just bold to go after Zayn Malik's parents' parenting when, you know, you have a kid who, again, they try to keep it private. He does not mention the kid, kind of, at all. Mm -hmm. The, The kid's mother... Uh, does like you know the the face obscured kind of Instagram posts every so mm-hmm. often and seems to kind of possibly 
have more custody than than Liam Payne might. So it's like maybe get your relationship with your kid right before you go after. Yeah, if you want to talk about like family structure and yada yada, even if this is not your intention and you all are great co-parents, at the end of the day, that child is coming from a a quote unquote broken home, right? mm-hmm. and that's that has been proven to cause problems. So, yeah. Also, like, not to get into everybody in One Direction's business, I think Liam Payne and Zayn Malik, they're the only ones whose parents are still together. So, like, if you're going to say that somebody from One Direction, you know, has a a broken home or, like, a a bad upbringing, maybe go after, like, one of the ones whose parents divorced, you know? You had four options, and. Yeah. So I just I don't know. He also um kind of insinuated that Zane was violent. He wasn't like outwardly racist, and I don't think I, it was definitely just not there were undertones that I just don't like, essentially. Yeah, probably he wasn't like it doesn't sound like intentional racism, but like the, maybe subconsciously was there if that makes sense and then he wasn't very considerate about how he phrased things so it kind of came through which again kind of goes back to to the grandpa thing of sometimes he'll just say things and you're like Mm -hmm. "Mm -hmm. something's not right there Mm -hmm. there's more there's more oh he also says um in it that he's there were Many reasons he dislikes Zane, but there's also many reasons that he'll always be on his side. And he tweeted something that was like, guys, you just, um, you know, maybe I didn't say things right and, um, you know, I wouldn't normally comment on this. But, you know, we're family. Zane is my brother. I'll stand by him forever. I know you're trying to do damage control, but you're not doing it very well. (laughs) I I believe strongly in the power of shutting up. And sometimes it's okay Mm -hmm. to just... Like, especially if you've already stuck your foot in it. Sometimes it's okay to just leave. Because... Here, whatever he's saying somehow made it worse in his attempt to make it mm-hmm. better. Yeah, which is honestly what he's always done. So I guess at the very least, he's consistent. He's consistent. Because like, if he misspoke, and we can chalk it up to the grandpa thing we've been saying, right? But then for him to come back and then try to do damage control, it's like, oh, he realized that he did something wrong, and now there's intention behind what he's saying. But what he's saying is still stupid. Yeah, and like he—it's like he was apologizing for "quote unquote" being mean to Zane, but it's like that's not really why. That wasn't really the issue because you're allowed mm-hmm. to, you know, have beef with someone, and to a point, mm-hmm. you're allowed to talk about that beef. But yeah, don't even if you know he wasn't happy growing up. That's not really the the public kind of perception and if he was deeply unhappy because of his family life that's not something Zane has ever said so you don't have any right to yeah that's not your place to to share that yeah but don't you worry there's more oh I was I was nervous so this one is a little bit that that's kind of the, the biggest issue Mm-hmm. Um, Liam Payne said that his debut single outsold everyone in the band. So it kind of depends on what he meant by that. And I looked we, into it. But listen, it'd be a miracle if he knew what he meant by that, honestly. If you're going just from pure numbers, it's an absolute laughable joke that he outsold everyone Mm -hmm. in the band but it does look like um his single got to a billion streams 
the fastest out of everyone else's debut single. So mm-hmm. if you're just going by how well the debut single did, it got to a billion streams the fastest. It was not the first one to get to a billion streams because there were, uh, I believe he was the fourth single overall. And so the ones released earlier got to a billion streams. But he mm-hmm. did he did get that the fastest between release and a billion. And getting, okay. So from if that we're perspective, him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Yeah. If we are, then yes. In the in that way, it seems that that is correct. His solo career is yes. It's hard to to give him the benefit of the doubt because he mm-hmm. is so just just so not delusional but like delusional and like out of pocket on everything else it's kind of hard for in this one instance to be like well technically he's right but that's not might not be what he meant given his track record you definitely don't he's not someone where it's easy to give him the benefit of the doubt yeah it would be different you know if this was kind of the first time that he'd said things but Mm -hmm. it's a history also in the band, uh, he talked. He talked about how there were some issues. Now, one of the things we have known forever, it's been said quite a while. There were quite quite a few times that Liam Payne and Louis Tomlinson did not get along in the early part of the band. I don't know why people are reporting on this. Because um, I mean, no offense, if you spent time like, being actively involved in the fandom. We've known that for a while. Mm-hmm. But he did say that. He also said that there was a fight during the, the band's run where Liam Payne got thrown up against the wall. And we got just the glorious quote. Um, Liam said that he said, If you don't remove those hands there's a high likelihood that you'll never use them again. <laughs> Which, um, honestly, that's Liam Payne writing fan fiction. <laughs> but I admire his creativity. I would pay good money to have seen him say that in person. Oh, I would have, I would have paid money to get CCTV of the incident. Be a fly on the wall for that. <laughs> um, I had a great point, but I forgot it. Okay, well, you have time. The final point is that Liam Payne claimed that One Direction was modeled after him. And that he was kind of the the starting point. And honestly, I, I kind of believe this one. Because if you watch his very first audition... Uh, at the judge's house, Simon Cowell does tell him that if he comes back, he'll have a real shot at it. And mm-hmm. I, I would not be surprised if that and I guess I guess Simon's belief in in Liam played a part in him either being put in the band or the idea that a boy band should be created out of the cut acts. That one, uh, again, not the right way to tell the story or the right place to tell the story. No. But but I almost believe that. One At least I a saw, little bit. And I think, I think I have a slightly... I reached the same conclusion, but a slightly different perspective because I don't mm-hmm. know One Direction, whereas you like know what their what their strengths are and stuff. But I can kind of see it, and I saw someone explain it in the sense of like In Sync, where when In Sync started, it was very clear they were pushing one guy to be the mm-hmm. front man. But as time went on, it it was clear that Justin Timberlake was, you know, he had the the charisma and the 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 X factor. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so like for Liam Payne like it's not a lot of people are like that's delusional because X, Y, and Z was the star so for him to say that is not totally out of pocket what I do remember 
I didn't watch the interview, but I, I, you know, I'm getting it secondhand from the internet. And I know someone, I know they said that Liam Payne said basically Simon Cowell had him at his house one time and privately told him, like, you're going to be the, the main thing. Um, and my argument there was, I'm pretty sure Simon Cowell told him that um, at his house in private for a reason. And that was not the time, as Elmer said, or the place to be airing out Simon Cowell's master plan, even though, you know, One Direction is... Mm-hmm. It's been established. It's, it's, it's not over, but, you know, we're, like, well past the, the point where that would be d- devastating news for Simon Cowell, but, like, s- still. And, like, honestly, he could have said that to all of them just to get, keep morale up, you know? Just keep them all, oh, bring exactly. them all to the house a different day of the week and be like, you know, <laughs> you're the real star of the hey, band. Don't tell the others. I <laughs> know, know Zen just left. Don't quit. I did it. But mm. if, you, if you listen to their first album... The two members whose vocals are featured at a a crazy disproportionate amount are Liam and Harry. Mm -hmm. So I can kind of, or even on the live shows, Liam and Harry got a lot of verses. They sang a lot more than everyone else. So if you look at that as well, it kind of, you can kind of see where he might be coming from. Everyone knows that, um... Harry Styles. Like you can't. You don't need a. Wasn't is the breakout star. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Oh no, you do. Especially like boy bands typically function as there's one heartthrob, and then everyone else kind of appeals to a more niche group. Exactly. Like it, it's not like, and I don't think this is fair, but obviously, like in in more traditional bands, like I don't know, like we're talking about My Chemical Romance, like you have a singer. He's very clearly the front man. Like, that's the one people kind of tend to focus on. And in a boy band, it's a little different since they're not, they're all kind of bringing the same thing to the table, if that makes sense. They're not playing instruments. So we're all, everyone's singing. We're all singing for our lives. So, like, you do need someone, you do need those, those tropes. I think that's one time where tropes are good to lean Mm -hmm. into. Like you said, you got a heartthrob, you got, what, the bad boy, you got the, the goofy one. Heartthrob, bad boy. Um, you usually have kind of an all-American kind of guy. Um, mm-hmm. y- yeah. Not here, though. You have the mysterious one. Mm-hmm. Oh, isn't the mysterious one and the bad boy kind of the same? Sometimes, but not always. Okay, fair enough. I can link my uh, thesis in the description. <laughs> <laughs> anyone wants to read it. <laughs> um, another thing, just real quick, just because I mm-hmm. would... Um, I just think it's a, a little important to note, uh, to note, and then we will kind of get into our final talks. Um, a couple years ago, um, Liam Payne came out and said that during the band, and then again during lockdown, he had a problem with alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And then during the um, the podcast with um, Logan Paul, he was sat drinking whiskey and had two or three drinks throughout the hour-long episode Mm. so it is very possible that he is uh you know he was not completely in his right mind not that that excuses what he said but Mm -mm. It, it is a little bit it, it is a layer that i think is a little bit important to to mention just because mm-hmm. that is something that he has himself said that he has had a problem with and it does seem like he is back drinking alcohol that does not mean he is you know back as bad as it was or anything like that but everyone handles sobriety differently mm-hmm that's just something that happened. But that kind of concludes like all the that. points. Um, I saw like a lot of tweets about, especially about the frontman thing and the outsold mm-hmm. thing. And someone was like, I'm pretty sure it was Bryce Hall, which was the worst part of this whole adventure. It was like the worst mm-hmm. people on the internet you agreed with, right? But Bryce Hall was like, what do you mean you outsold? How I saw you walking around drunk at Coachella while Harry Styles was headlining Coachella at the same time. 
So, like, you know, stop being delusional. And then people yeah. in the replies were like, also, I've just discovered Twitter, and it's the <laughs> worst place on the internet, okay? I get lost for so long. Uh, it's not important, but I get lost for so long on Twitter because just the opinions people have are the worst opinions you've ever heard in your life. And they'd be saying it, one, with their whole chest, and it's like multiple people agree with them. Uh-huh. They just... Yeah. No, 100%. I agree. They... People just say things, and people agree with them. And I don't know how... Yeah, sometimes you open the comments, and, like, you expect it to be overwhelmingly, like, like a reasonable take. And, like, maybe you get some, like, debates back and forth. But, like, nine times out of ten, you open a Twitter thread, and it's the worst take you've ever heard in your life. And then a hundred people going, yeah, I agree. And then I have to the, log off of my phone for a very long time. The worst place for that is, like, there's accounts that post, um, like, the... Like, uh, the Am I the Asshole subreddit, and it'll be a story mm-hmm. that's like, my husband told, you know, my husband's mom told me that I can't cook, and so one time I brought a really bad meal to a family cookout, and then my husband threatened to divorce me over it, where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, the the wife, sure, maybe was a little bit in the wrong and was a little bit petty but Mm -hmm. like the real issue is that the husband just will not stand up to his mother but Mm -hmm. all the takes are like that wife could have killed somebody you know bad cooking kills it and it's like shut up oh i don't want to get into i saw this terrible one about i sent it to eleanor i I was like i text eleanor i was like i could be here for 500 hours explaining to you why every single one of these is wrong (laughs) but this is this lady talking about the queen and she was like i don't get why people like because the queen had, like, her little jubilee celebration. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, she was, like, I just don't understand why people idolize her. Like, what does she do? And the hosts of the show were, like, I I respect my queen and I'm loyal to my queen. And the lady was, like, okay, yeah, that's fine. But, like, why? Like, what does she do? And they are like, she carries herself with grace and, and she works hard. And the lady was, like, yeah, I would work hard, too, if, like, I was getting free money for doing nothing. Just for being born into the right family. And everyone was, like, oh, my God, how can she say that? She must hate the queen. Did you listen to... Anyway. Anyway. The moral of the story, right, is on Twitter, Bryce Hall was like, blah, 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 blah. I saw you drinking while Harry Styles was headlining Coachella. And then people were like, oh, how could you say that? He has spoken about how he's had an alcohol problem before. So it's really disrespectful. And like stuff along that line, along those lines about his drinking problem. Mm. And then someone else, which was the only voice of reason I saw in this whole thread, was like, like yes, he, like that's a valid point, and like yes, he does have issues with alcohol, but like that doesn't justify being a butthead. Essentially, like that doesn't, that doesn't exactly. give him a free pass to say whatever he wants, and and drag down other people. And especially like, again, Colleen and I are very sensitive to addiction, and we are by no means the expert in anything. Mm-hmm. But it does seem like he has gotten help before, and so. At least in the past, he has been able to recognize when he might need to to take a step back and and seek help mm-hmm. in some way. And I mean, they say the first step to solving the problem is admitting you have one. He's clearly mm-hmm. done that. Yeah, he has done that before. And again, I think every time is different, and it's all very circumstantial. But like, mm-hmm. it's not like he's. This is the first time he's had a problem and he's still, like, in deep denial of there even being a problem. He has shown yeah. at least some level of, of being self-aware enough to help himself in the past. Mm-hmm. And I also... I like that to bring up Pete Davidson. But when he mm-hmm. does those, like, in SNL, and he, he used to talk to Kanye, right? And he's like, you having a mental illness, for example, does not is not an excuse to be a terrible person. Like, yeah, it might explain why you, it might explain your behavior. It doesn't justify it. Exactly. And honestly, I, I saw some tweets that were like, oh, Liam Payne needs money real bad. My thing is like, Mm -hmm. you know what he could have done? He could have made one tweet with just the vaguest hint at a reunion and i think that would have paid his bills for at least a year like 
even if that was the reason he did all of this, then one, that's stupid because, like Eleanor said, there's there's other options, mm-hmm. and two, like that's definitely not the reason he did this. Like, even no. if he's like flying off the handle at the end of the day, especially like, like it's not a little bit different on a podcast, I think, because you have to go there and and speak, but like, you know, like a tweet or something. Like you, ha- he has a team behind him. You know what I mean? Like it. This this wasn't. You would at think. the end of the day, this wasn't. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, like and like clearly the team doesn't seem like they're doing a great job of managing Liam Payne. But like at the end of the day, it, it's not like he just got there by himself. You know, like he had a team who bolstered him as he became famous and like put him in a place. Like I'm sure Liam Payne off the top of his head wasn't like, oh, you know what would be really good for my image to go on Logan Paul's podcast. You know what I mean? So like, it's not like he got there entirely by himself. Unfortunately, he did. He did take it and run with it a little further than anyone could carry him. But, um, you mm-hmm. know, you win some, you lose some. And, Le- and just, I think part of the problem is that Logan Paul, first of all, nobody likes him. But the only other, like, past link that he had was the thing with Jake Paul and Zane. And, like, just pick mm-hmm. somebody where... Because that, I just feel like, was going to get brought up. And that's just not setting yourself up for success. I just just wonder if it would have been as much of a thing if he was on anyone else's podcast. Like, what he said was was bad, obviously. But, like, would anyone have... Like, everything I saw was, like, Liam said this stupid thing. And Howard... but, But there were a lot of them that were, like... How do you go on Logan Paul's podcast and they're somehow the worst person in the room? You know, like stuff like that. Exactly. He just inherently had a comparison or like inherently had a bar and he just did not reach it at all. Mm -hmm. He just dug beneath it. Like, yeah, I just, it was a cluster. And honestly, I think that this might be the last we hear about Liam Payne for a while. At least as far as his personal... I think he's doing a charity thing in a couple weeks. And that's good. You know what? Be quiet. Do some charity work. Mm -hmm. If you need more help, go get it. I think that, uh, you know, boy band fans, especially, like, if you get them as teenage girls, like me, honestly, Mm -hmm. we're fairly forgiving, you know? You have, you, Liam Payne kind of is in a good spot where he has a fan base that is kind of willing to forgive a lot of things because mm-hmm. they already have. And oh yeah, you're then, just... right? And then on Twitter, that little hashtag, we love you, Liam, was trending, which like I, is, a, is a valiant effort. And like, I agree, not everything he said was probably as big of an issue as it was blowing out to be. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them were, like, like just straight up, like, it's not his fault he said what he said. And Logan Paul, like, tricked him into it. And, like, for my own, again, I didn't listen to the podcast, right? But from what, like, what the clips I saw and, like, what I heard, it wasn't like Logan Paul, like, was asking loaded questions or tricky questions and Mm-mm. kind of taking what Liam said out of context and rephrasing it. Yeah. It was Logan Paul just, just, like, said something and Liam Payne talked for 20 minutes, just just yeah just no, no filter that's not like like to an extent you can I, I can see how you could blame an interviewer for taking things out of context and i mean like newspaper headlines do it all the time but that wasn't really the case here not no. to defend logan paul but like honestly he was getting just low ball questions and just getting mm-hmm. whatever the bad version of a gold mine is and then, like, what you said, like, uh, talking about things that you would expect to be brought up, like Zane having tr- problems with his brother. Like, like a common common sense will tell you that's going to come up at some point in time. Zane leaving exactly. the band that you were in that was wildly successful is going to come up. Prepare you, for You didn't it. even have, like, a little bit of a game plan on how to address those issues rather than and going, it's... oh, yeah, Zane's home life sucked. Like, And the thing is, like, the the brother, like, the Jake Paul Zayn thing. I'm sure that kind of, I don't think it's really been addressed by anyone who is actively involved in it except for Logan Paul. Mm -hmm. Or, sorry, Jake Paul, who, you know, 
was literally part of it. Why couldn't you have just said, you know, I wasn't there or, you know, Zane and I don't really talk now or, you know, even mm -hmm. the little dig at how Gigi's tweet didn't, you know, age well. I think that if that's where he would have stopped, because I mean, it, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's a little funny. It didn't. They have broken up now. <laughs> you know it's funny it like he and he's again at the end he's at, he's like a human he's entitled to his feelings if he feels slighted by someone in the band like even if it, it's not his business to air out zane's dirty laundry but if he felt slighted if they had problems that's something he does have the right to talk about now the way he went about it mm -hmm. bad but like you know it's not like he he was completely wrong for why he said what he said if that makes sense but what he said yeah was, bad like if you if, if he were to have just talked about it solely from his perspective exactly that would have been like you don't you don't really need to to try to analyze why zane made the decisions yeah. that he made you just need to be like you know yeah, zane made this or even i didn't like if it. you do have those ideas just say you know we were really close. Um, you know, we knew a lot about each other. So on some level, I can kind of understand why he did this, but it still mm -hmm. hurt. Like that, you know, and do, that's does it in a way where, you know, you're kind of being fair to both sides, but you're not overstepping. Mm -hmm. But I will say, if Clean and I ever break up, professionally oh i will be running running your info down the street oh yeah i'm just all of your dirty laundry it's gonna be out there all just about my every big single forehead. piece of it your big forehead bigger hair shut up <laughs> <laughs> actually you know what you know what if um if if Liam Payne brought up something about my lazy eye, I think he deserved to get shoved into a wall. So if he did the equivalent of that to any of the members of One Direction, <laughs> he deserved it. That's all. I'm just gonna say that with my full chest. He, Liam Payne deserved to get shoved into a wall. I'm not sorry. Honestly, look. I think everyone he maybe probably should get shoved did. into a wall once in their life. Oh, absolutely. And I would have to imagine if you. They, like, One Direction kind of lived and worked on top of each other for years on end. Mm -hmm. There were bound to be times, especially as, you know, teenage boys, there was bound to be a time where tensions ran high and things got physical. Honestly, that's just... I was just, about to say, I, just, I... This is obviously not on the same scale, but, like, I've I've played a team sport for several years, and you... We weren't touring the world, and, like, we didn't have to live together, but, like, it's all the same, so it's worse for them, for One Direction. But, like, mm -hmm. being up under someone and and doing, for for the most part, the same thing day in and day out. In their case, you know, rehearsing and going to the studio and just being in the same space, doing the same thing every day with the same people. Like, the little things that, like, might take you years to notice and, like, probably wouldn't be that big of a deal, you have to notice all the time and can't escape them. Like, yeah, and then, like you said, yeah. teenage boys. Like, Even, like, no one's having a good time. You and I lived together for a while. There were points mm -hmm. where we were just... We didn't hit each other in the face, but, like, there were points where we were just sick of each other, and we needed mm -hmm. we needed a couple days of you doing your thing and me doing my thing. Because we, you That's know... That's why, like, I liked when you had your, you know, you had your history class, and I had French class, and then yeah. we weren't in the same classroom for two hours, and it was great. We... Did we I text lived, you the worked, whole time about what was happening in my French together. class? Yes. You need space. But that, yeah, there were times where Kalina would go do something and I would go do something else. Mm -hmm. And you know what? That time away made us like each other a little bit more when we came back. I knew, yeah, I was like, I can't, I was like, I can't that... get to go back home and tell Eleanor what happened. <laughs> like, yeah. But like, if but we had like, been together, it would have been bad. Yeah, if we had been together all the time, or even honestly, if we were slightly different people, because mm -hmm. I I do think that we kind of a little bit different to One Direction, just a little bit though. Don't worry. In all other ways, we are exactly the same. <laughs> you know, we kind of chose to be the ones to who 
you know, I kind of chose yeah. you as who I wanted to spend all my time with, and you did the same with me, whereas One Direction, we're kind of thrown together. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's just what happens when you live that close. Also, Liam Payne did not say, well, you better take my hands off me or you guarantee you'll never use this. <laughs> no, he didn't. Okay. Maybe in your head that's what you wanted to say, but what you probably <laughs> did was say, oh, sorry, and leave. Okay. Maybe he did, you know. I, I have met a person or two, and by a person or two I mean myself, who'll be saying some out-of-pocket stuff, you know? So. Well, Kalina, that's because you have been wanting to be justified <laughs> in some sort of physical altercation for quite a while and you have been preparing i think okay i think i'm so nice and like i'm really good at curbing the voice in my head and the things i say and then eleanor and i have another friend at home okay fight club. i'll like tell them stories and they're like kalina that's like you can't say those things and i'm like wait that was the nice version of what i <laughs> of what i thought in my head <laughs> what do you mean i will say though kalina is great to have on a night out because if some guy like tries to come up to me i'll be like okay kalina you want you want to finally punch someone in the face (laughs) yeah i'm like yeah please (laughs) listen you just gotta give me a reason Uh, not even a good reason just any reason and i'll do it it does have to be a good reason okay we do i mean i would prefer a good reason but for my own sake i just need a reason (laughs) to punch you in the face anyway we've been here for entirely too long Yes. And I think I'm talking myself into a lawsuit in the future. A like, little bit. Like, if I ever get arrested in the future, they're going to find We'll this. have to delete this episode, yeah. They're going to pull a John Mulaney, you know, you know that John Mulaney bit? Not that we support John Mulaney here. But you know that John Mulaney bit where he's, like, talking about his friend su- getting sued in college? And then yeah. John Mulaney's texts that are like, do you want me to kill that guy for you? Because he sucks, and I'll totally kill him for you. That's going to be, this is the, that for me. Yeah, a little bit. So we're going to go. But this was We fun. are. It was fun. Um, Tad stressful, but fun. A little bit stressful. We don't. I don't think we support Liam Payne here on this podcast, but um, no. we do support. I called him Liam and do better Payne once, and I stand by that. Yeah. Um, but what we do support is everybody having a safe and happy Pride Month. Um, yes. We will likely be back with at least one Pride themed episode later in the month. Um, stick with us though. We are going through some personal changes that might uh, require uh, a little bit longer in between episodes. Um, mm-hmm. If you would like updates on that, please hit us up on Instagram. Um, that's where we post most kind of scheduling things. Mm-hmm. And we're also on TikTok and Twitter. Kalita, Although if you have yes. bad takes on Twitter, I will block you. I'm I'm reserving the right to block everybody. Mm-hmm. But if you have like bad but funny takes, we do reserve the right to um, steal them? Air, air them out on this platform. Yeah. And maybe steal them. But thank you. Anyway, um, I've been Kalina. I have been Eleanor. And we will and be back before the month ends. We I'll sure will. Uh, thank you for listening and have a good day. Thanks for listening. Don't quote me on that. One day we'll have an outro, but it's not today.